Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Preach the Peach. I'm Sage. And I'm Alyssa. And we're the co-founders of Peach Pack an online community that is having pretty radical conversations about womanhood. We're bringing late night sleepover chats from behind closed doors straight to your ears. On this week's episode and our first eek, <laughs> we delve into the nerves and anxiety that comes with putting yourself out there on a podcast. We also call in Sage's mum to get her thoughts on female masturbation and how she feels about her daughter talking about these intimate moments for thousands of people to listen to. And finally, we got you guys to ask us some of your burning questions about female pleasure, which we answer by talking to our own personal experience. All right, let's get into it. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Generally. Generally. How are you feeling? I'm feeling very nervous. Yes. My my arms are shaking a little bit. <laughs> Shame, but that's because you're holding the mic. I know. I'm gripping could, onto this we could setup. Swap if you want, halfway no, through. That's okay. <laughs> Um, but no, very excited to delve in deep. Yeah, this has been like a highly anticipated thing for us. It's something we've wanted to do for so long now. And now we're doing now it. Now we're doing it. So I'm so excited. excited. What do you think you're most nervous about? I feel like doing it justice. Like I feel mm. there's so much to yeah. speak about, so much we want to cover and just ensuring that we're doing it with like integrity and mm -hmm. being honest. Yeah. What about you? No, I feel the same. And I feel like for a bit of context, we're both such people pleasers mm. and so conscious about what we say um, and we never want to upset people. And so... No, we don't. But this podcast relies on us like being honest and, you know, telling and like saying our opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, which is scary because it's kind of enabling people to be like, oh. Why'd you say that? Why'd you say that? But you know what? Own we it. We just got to own it and yeah. be assertive and confident. And you know what? I said to myself earlier as well that, you know, if I was 18, um, you know, if this podcast came out, I would be so excited to listen to it. Mm. And I want to know the experiences of others and I want to have these conversations because so many of these things that we're going to talk about, like – sex and our bodies I'm thinking in my head but don't have a have, platform have a platform to talk to people or hear other people's stories so reminding myself of that is why I'm like no like I'm so excited to do yeah, this so important but you gave me an idea okay <laughs> <laughs> what's your idea when you said um well oh, sorry I just choked on my gum <laughs> I thought it was really risky you chewing, chewing gum, gum right now like stop I'm sorry if you've heard chewing so far I habitually <laughs> swallow gum are you being serious like it's a myth that it no, gets stuck in no, your thing no but like like literally I just swallow it so my idea I'm gonna call my mum because my mum's an interesting case 
because I feel like she's, she's the best. She's the best. No, she's the best. And she's like super progressive. Mm. But also like sometimes when we post things on Peach Pack, she'll like call me and be like, whoa, like, don't you think that was a bit <laughs> crazy? Or like, just have something to say about it. So I want to call her and like catch her off guard and be like, mum, this is what we're doing on the podcast. Like, what do you think? I'm, I want to try act natural. Oh, and by the way, I'll check with her after. I'll play her the episode and be like, do you mind that we did this? Okay, let me call her. I need act natural. Okay, you got this. I hope she answers. Me too. The one time she doesn't answer me. Hello. Hey, mom. How are you? Good, how are you? you good. No, so, you know, Ali and I are filming our first episode for the podcast today. Yes. I'm very excited. Very excited. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you if we were to speak about our own personal experiences and like more sexual related stuff, what do you actually think about that? Okay, so what's your demographic? Our demographic, mainly we're targeting like 18 to any age above 18 because i think if you say you know there is going to be explicit sexual Mm. conversation then it's up to a mother to decide whether she wants her daughter younger than 18 to listen to it right but i think just putting it up with that all in could offend some mothers right okay and, but just in general, what do you think about us having those conversations? Like, I think it's very good because I don't, you know, it's not often that, well, it's a thing that should be spoken about. Yeah. You and think I that. agree with you. I really agree with you. I do believe that sex should be spoken about. And I think a lot of girls wouldn't just let a guy do something because they think they have to. Mm. You know, they would be more in control of, of what they want and who they are Yeah. if they knew more about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we are going to talk about, yeah, just our own experiences and, like, if, even with masturbation. Like, yeah. I grew up with my friends not talking about it. Um, and boys in my year used to speak about it all the time. And like for most of my friends and I, we only started or only started speaking about it when we were literally 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever spoken to my friends about masturbation. Yeah. And would you have liked to? Well, I think I would have liked to be able to find out that it's normal. Yeah. Not, you know what I mean? That everybody does it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you even do it when you're in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, exactly. I think, yeah. All these taboos. Yeah, exactly. So I do think it needs I do think it needs to be spoken about. So Cool. No, I just wanted to get your opinion, but Okay. That's awesome. I appreciate you wanting to get my opinion. Thank oh. you, baby. <laughs> love you so much. I'll speak love to you later. You. Love ya. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh my god. <laughs> that honestly? I'm dying. That was so cute. Quote that. Like, so you heard it here first yeah, from yeah. Laurel. We're telling you it's going to be explicit oh. and we're going to talk explicitly. It's so sweet. And That's I feel amazing. like so many mothers would feel that way, mm. but they just have never had a platform. Like, for, especially for our mother's generation and Boy. grandparents. Like, 
if we think it's taboo now, mm. like think about back then. No, it would have like a whole nother layer. Whole nother lever. Le- lever. Lever. Layer I level. was just thinking, I was like, oh my God, I should call my grandmother. No. <laughs> but that, you know, no. I know that response should be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that whole underage, like level of consent type thing? I think on one hand, I really understand it because, I mean, there's so much content out there, like false, like and misleading information. Mm -hmm. Like it's important that like we ensure that what young people are like being exposed to is like honest, authentic, genuine, especially in the realm of sex. Like I think it's such a personal experience. Mm Um, but I will say that, you know, if I was 13, 14, mm. those are the ages where like this kind of information is really important because you yeah. do start experimenting. I was like watching WWE wrestling yeah. videos <laughs> and getting tingles in my <laughs> vagina. Like I want to know what that means. Yeah. I want to know what to do about that. Yeah. And the reality is you're just completely like ignorant unless mm. you actively like seek out yeah. reading the unsealed section in Dolly or whatever it was yeah. like and I think this is a platform that yeah if you're young and you I guess have the permission like Laurel said mm. um, from your parents to kind of listen to this content amazing and yeah if not we'll try like break those barriers along the way yeah. to ensure that everyone can listen yeah a hundred percent and now onto your burning questions do you want to read out the first one? Sure. I'll hit it off. No, hit it. Hit us. Hit us off. Hit, I'll hit it off. Hit it off. Hit it off. <laughs> hit it off. <laughs> so question number one. I was dating a guy recently after nearly two years of zero sex. Wow. Mm. We ended up breaking up and he said it was because he didn't feel sexual chemistry. He tried really hard to get me off and made me feel good, asking me what I liked and everything, but I honestly didn't really know what I liked. All my partners before me, sorry, all my partners before him were drunk, random hookups. Mm. I feel so dumb that I couldn't even tell him what I liked. That's so awful. I just feel horrible that she says she feels dumb. I know. Well, first of all, don't feel dumb because... It's got nothing to do with your intelligence. Seriously. <laughs> um, there is a reason that you don't know what you want. Yeah. And it's, it's not because you don't, there's something wrong with you. It's because of the lack of education. Fully. And maybe lack of conversation. It yeah. really pisses me off though that yeah. she's left feeling, oh, I'm the one at yeah. fault in this situation. Exactly. Which is just like something that I can't stand because it's like obviously so systemic um when we talk about not knowing our bodies and not knowing how to please ourselves so by no means is that a reflection on your own intelligence like Mm. what you said or like what you know what you don't know it's like such a bigger issue at play here Mm. and yeah you can't be so hard on yourself beating yourself up being like oh my god as if I haven't ever pleased myself or asked myself what do I want because we're taught not Not to. to Yeah, Yeah. do that. No, and it reminds me of um, the conversation we had on our Instagram with Isaiah. Oh, yeah. And someone, it was like of the similar narrative in Mm. that um, you've been in a relationship and your sex is like going through a lull. I think when I started (laughs) masturbating, it seriously helped with my relationship because 
I know now my body how it works and exactly what I want and then I can like implement that in the bedroom with my boyfriend um whereas before I feel like you know I just thought sex and that was it and like it was nice sex I didn't know how I could yeah orgasm yeah feel the most amount of pleasure from it so I want to encourage girls to really figure themselves out yeah. and like take time to get to know their body because when you do that it's so freeing and it's so freeing for your relationship and like I personally have found a big shift in my sex life I also think um people should take comfort in knowing that age should not be a point of concern like don't be so hard in your on yourself if you're 25 and never had an orgasm mm. I mean like there's so yeah. many people in our mm. friendship group even like myself I only orgasmed for the first time when I was like mm. 22 um and that Crazy. was literally purely off going to a sex shop buying a vibrator and mm-hmm. then like one night getting in bed at like <laughs> 8 p.m and then looking at the clock and it was like 10 p.m and I'm like <laughs> the persistence I was sometimes just, you have to just go you have to go and you have to allocate that time and be like okay I'm gonna get to know myself I'm gonna understand what sets me off I want to yeah. yeah really commit to knowing how to come and I think it's a life lesson and it doesn't come easily and mm. it's hard, yeah. but yeah, yeah, get to it. Practice. Practice, girl. Practice. <laughs> um, do you want to read number two? Yeah. I'm a comedian and have a joke about watching porn since I was 12, although it did take a lot of courage to say it and not care what people think. I think watching porn and female pleasure in general has been stigmatized because of our patriarchal se- sexist puritan society Ooh! wow wow i feel like porn will do a whole episode on that yeah seriously like there is so much to unpack but Mm. what do you think about women and porn or like like the disconnect between how boys yeah start watching porn from such a young age compared Mm. to girls well i remember just like so vividly growing up and like people in my year like boys like we must have been in year six so like Mm. 11 12 years old talking about like wanking like masturbating Mm. watching porn and I remember it was just never a spoken topic Mm -hmm. amongst like girls at that time and it's looking back on it it makes so much sense because in a lot of like mainstream porn like women are you know, like it's, it can be very violent. Mm. It can be very like exploitative. So it is like a hard thing when you're young, vulnerable and Mm -hmm. like watching that yourself. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. Cause it just, I, I, I don't want to talk yet about like what I personally think about the industry. Cause I feel like I need a lot more information. Mm. Um, but I remember when I was like 14, 15, mm. being like, I've never watched porn. I've never typed. I st- actually still have <laughs> never like typed in porn into like a URL really? into Safari before. But I used to be like really proud of that as yeah. if that was like, I'm so pure. Like I <laughs> do not watch porn, um, never have, never will type thing. And I'm just like... <laughs> I mean, get off your high horse. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's so real. Like yeah. we're kind of, we view it as like dirty and vulgar yeah. and like, ew, why watch yeah. porn? But I mean, like over the years, 
you know, like indie artsy movies that have really vivid sex scenes turn me on. And I yeah. like love that stuff. And I mean, like I have tried watching ethical porn before. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's like interesting because I feel like because I haven't been raised to view it as like hot necessarily. Mm it's hard for me to like actually right. take it seriously. Like sometimes I just do it right. as a joke. It's more of like a comedic. Yeah. Like, oh, look at this. Look at titties yeah. and vagina. Yeah. But, but you're so right. It's so connected as well to like if, if you were to show me the porn that like young boys were watching, I'd be like, this is horrible. I know. Um, like so oppressive. But in terms of, yeah, like this new wave of like ethical porn mm. and women having more autonomy and control, mm. like – it does shift the narrative a bit for me. A hundred percent. And it does tie into like just exploring what you, what turns you on at a yeah. younger age. And if, you know, guys are allowed to explore that from like year, year six or mm-hmm. age 10, 11, 12, then why shouldn't we? Yeah. Which is what like this person was kind of. Yeah, exactly. Getting at. Yeah. Um, okay. Number Three, other women proclaiming that they have no issues in the sex or pleasure department deters me from speaking up about the issues that I have. I think it's our culture that makes women feel empowered to have no issues with their pleasure, but that then inhibits those who do to speak up about it. Mm, wow. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's, I so get that. So get that. I mean, from a personal perspective, what jumps out to me is going back to the whole relationship thing Mm. like I feel like I was scared to talk about the fact that we were going through a lull phase or go through many um because I was like does that mean our relationship's worse Mm. um like that's one issue that really stood out to me why, but I shouldn't be afraid of that. Like Not at I, all. Like, it's like a normal part of being yeah. with someone for five years. Yeah, like. yeah. But like I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't said something and like friends who are in long-term relationships to be like, no, that's I've experienced similar things. Yeah. Well, I mean like I faked an orgasm mm. all my life up until the age of 22 <laughs> when yeah. I was like, oh, wait, this is actually what an orgasm feels like. So yeah. I think like something like that, mm-hmm. I – you know, find it sad that I never felt that I could necessarily speak up about that mm. or that I, um, I don't know that we're kind of led to view pleasure as this thing, but it's so highly personal and we're mm. not really told to discover what like works for us Yeah. until we're at a point where like, wait, I'm 22 and have never orgasmed yeah. in my life. Yeah. So I don't know. I think with this specific one, it's like it is a really hard thing when you're – I guess it's, yeah, on one hand a really positive thing that we're kind of moving as a society in a direction where we're celebrating these like sexual um, triumphs for women and we're encouraging women to take control over their bodies mm-hmm. and um, experience pleasure. But for a lot of women as well, it's yeah. like – it's daunting and it's something so foreign to them and something that like we need help with yeah people think from movies and perfect rom-coms that like sex is easy yeah um and it's just not the case at all so hard so many issues (laughs) the more we talk about it the more we can bond and get through them yeah and that's what I think the key to something like this is is if you're not someone that really likes talking about their like sexual relationships or like 
doesn't like talking about their personal experiences, seek comfort in like this podcast, yes. knowing that we'll do the we'll talking do for you. Hopefully you can find like common yeah. ground. Um, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for sending through those questions. If you have a burning question, head over to our Instagram at Peach Pack and follow us so we can continue on the conversation. If you love tuning in today, the best way to get around us is by sending this episode to your best friends and then their best friends can send it to their best friends. So really, we are all just making one massive friendship group. Ooh, exciting. Um, and if you loved this conversation, please subscribe and give us a review. Your support and contribution means the world to us. See you next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.